crochet base. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet, while we talk about crochet. You can crochet too. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody back to episode 15 of the Crochet Bays. I'm Jess. And I'm not Megs. And we are the Halfway halfway Crochet crochet Bays. bays. (laughs) Yes. That is harder than it seems. The the talking and sync thing? Yeah. Well, and I got really excited. Thank you. So. Yeah. The delay is on is on my end, so I'm always thinking like I'm waiting for the other person to catch up with me, but it's really that I just, just I just need to talk and let it be what it is. <laughs> it's very I'm glad you can empathize with us now or with me at least. Every week it's a thing, or man. Every other week. I'm like, come on guys, you got it that time. Stop correcting yourself. It is hard. <laughs> it is hard, guys. <laughs> it really does sound like it's off. So anyway, who the heck are you? Oh, I'm your sister. <laughs> Hi guys. Everybody, we have a special <laughs> co-host this week and it's my sister Emily. If you are somebody who watches us on TikTok, you've probably seen her username or you may seen have my face even seen her or my hand yeah, on some of my lives. Making co- cocoa bombs. Caco bombs. <laughs> oh no. This is well, voting real good. The <laughs> real well. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, But if you don't know her, yes, this is my sister. And this is actually kind of a big deal because this is the first episode of the Crochet Bays where I'm missing one of the the other half of the Crochet Bays. Um, My bae is currently on a cruise. She's left me. She's abandoned me. Out of the two people to end up on a cruise, though? Out of the crochet bays, and it's not you. It's, uh... Like, what kind of twisted, sick world am I living <laughs> in right now? Where I'm sitting in my house, and Megs is on a cruise ship, and I'm very upset, and I'm very distraught about all of it. So anyway, so Emily's here. <laughs> so, yay. Glad to have she's, you. So excited, so excited here. to have me, guys. <laughs> So the topic of today's episode is we're going to roast Megs for an hour solid. (laughs) From the true Midwest. We are. (laughs) From the non-imaginary, very much real state of Michigan. (laughs) But we're still, even though Emily and I live in the same state, we're still doing this over the internet. (laughs) Because. Stomach flu. I mean, it was a little last minute. And and last minute-ness. Yeah, so we're still doing this over the internet like Megs and I do, but, you know, it's okay. So, um, Emily, what you, what you drinking over there? Hi. Well, first of all, I decided to bring a little bit of Megs to to this. Oh, uh, I forgot that you got I'm the I'm drinking out of my Pella mug, Iowa. Not uh, like she's from Pella. I should have gotten mine, yeah, too. Yeah, you loser. We could have matched. No one else would have known. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a chai. It's a dandelion chai probiotic tea. And it's delicious with oh, a little bit of honey in it. So healthy. Yeah. A dandelion chai. <laughs> it sounds. I actually dug it up from my backyard this morning. I mean, don't put it's that a past dirty me. Chai. <laughs> put a little bit of my fertilized soil in there, and it's great. <laughs> Just Mother Nature some, knows what we need. Put some pep in my step. <laughs> no, I've been I've been drinking less coffee. Lately, because oh, my gallbladder gosh. is not liking it anymore. And so, 
you yeah. know one of the other things i've i thought gotten from our mother so thanks mom <laughs> <laughs> this podcast not sponsored by mom um we uh you know Megs and I, one of the tenants of our podcast. I, I mean, there's three things, right? There's three things. Only three things are required. Crochet, drink coffee. That's the second one. And be kind. Okay. Like, we don't but even you care also, if you're like, kind as roast, much as we care if you're drinking coffee. You roast each other the whole time. The so is that being kind, truly? Like, do you guys hold up to any <laughs> of those? in love. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's all in love. Okay. Um, but like, you know, it's one of our tenants and she's never drinking coffee. And I'm like, okay, my sister, though, she loves coffee. I can count Dang on it. her. Here she is drinking dandelions. <laughs> I even thought about it too, Jess. Literally, my thought process was, I need to make coffee. Then I forgot. Okay. So then I told you, like, when you're about to get set up, I was like, oh, shoot, I should make some coffee, but it's going to take too long. You know what? I'll make tea because Meg's drinks tea half the time anyway. Like, I legit thought about it and was like, I can't get in trouble because Meg's already drinks it. So I've been let down by everyone around <laughs> me. I'm also, sorry. I didn't show this to you. Wait, is it on this side? No, it's on the other side. You can't see it. I got a sign that's added to the decor in mm. my studio and it says be kind. And it's like, it's just cute because I'm like, it's part of our podcast. And you have to remind yourself because and you live with Michael. So it's really hard for you. <laughs> it's it's for him and it's for Duncan because they're the two meanest people in this house. <laughs> Sassy. Oh my goodness. Um. Well, yeah, I'm drinking coffee. Yeah. What are you drinking? Out of, out of a mug that looks like a cable knit sweater so i guess i'm going against my own thing because i know but you know what we have a lot of friends that knit that listen to this podcast hi knitters holland i tried she's switzerland in the great crochet versus knit debate and we love that for her (laughs) um hi holland (laughs) oh man so um what's i mean I guess the question, what's new with you, doesn't really make sense because we also have not discussed what's old Everything with you. is new with like... me to the podcast, at least. <laughs> but in your crochet life, what have you made or what are you making as of recently? Hmm. I mean, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, I had made... Um, I had made coffee cozies for my sister-in-law back in October. Um, and apparently they were too big. So I, so I was remaking those and that's what like you had made the tags for. Cause then I, I had wanted tags then, but I didn't want to spend the money on it. And then after you were like, Hey, I'm getting this laser engraver. And I was like, Oh, I have to remake these coffee cozies. So that worked out really well. So I have that. <laughs> and then I have literally like every project I tried starting since like September that still has to be finished. <laughs> But I had like, List I had, off. okay, List so the cardigan that I started in September, I had lost my yarn and I finally found it like a couple <laughs> weeks ago cleaning out my closet. And um, I just needed like so little bit from the last skein to finish the like ribbed knit that goes all the way along, or not ribbed knit, I guess, but you know, the ribbing <laughs> trim that goes all the way around the cardigan, I like didn't have enough. I was like more than halfway there and then I lost my yarn and I couldn't find it anywhere. So that needs to be finished. I did finish. Oh, I finished the shawl that I had made yes. for Chantel's wedding <laughs> back in October. 
<laughs> guys, I had made it. And then the temperature ended up being like 70 that day and I did not need a shawl. And it was a beautiful day. Thank goodness for her. It's kind of a bummer for me. But also I did not finish the shawl in time for the wedding anyway. So it would have been a huge uh, letdown no matter what. Um, but I did finish that in time to give it to grandma for Christmas and then we didn't see yes. her. So Oh yeah, that's true. And now now she's being placed in a home and I don't know how we're gonna see her again. So that's also kind of a bummer. Um and then I have a sweater that I've been trying to start and I have not been able to find a size eight hook in any of my stores and then I finally found one and I think I threw the the hook away. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a really fun time trying to crochet over here. I think you have a little gremlin in your house that's just like she's about to finish a project. Hmm, what shall I do? I'll hide the they just keep taking I'll things hide this and hook. hiding things. We'll throw it away. It's fine. So we'll change the weather. <laughs> yep. Literally everything. And okay, the whole purpose of me doing that cardigan in September in the first place was to wear it for like running errands on really cold days. And it's been such a mild winter so far. <laughs> so I'm like I have I've used it once. I've used it once. <laughs> so um Oh boy. Yeah. I have I have several unfinished things that I just or or not started things. And then you gave me the uh blanket for Christmas the blanket kit so <sighs> just add I'm that just on like the okay yeah I'll, I'll get started on that in five years it's fine <laughs> <laughs> actually i'll start it this year and i'll finish it in five years is how it's gonna go there you go you'll have it done in plenty of time for Chantel and zach's vow renewal <laughs> for their 10-year anniversary <laughs> i'm just gonna wear this <laughs> afghan hope you don't mind <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, well, I have been, I've been doing a lot of like random slash new projects that are things that I don't normally make and they're not necessarily things I was making to sell, mm. but just like fun projects that I've been able to f like start and finish. Maybe not finish all of them, but the the one that I, f I finished, it was like a start and finish pretty quickly. Um, I made a baby blanket. The first time I've ever made a baby oh, blanket. Yeah. Can you guys believe it? Yeah. Um, I wait, that was the first made... baby blanket you've ever made? Yeah. I've crocheted so many things in my life. And like baby blanket is probably I feel like that was near like the top the of the list thing of I've things made. that people make. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a pretty standard thing that like if you crochet, you end up making baby blankets mm -hmm. for people. I don't know why it just hasn't, it just hadn't happened in my life yet. I just didn't Because you don't like occasion. babies. So but like they gotta stay warm somehow <laughs> keep the babies warm just <laughs> do it for the babies i'm not <laughs> i may not want one but that doesn't mean i want to be mean to them <laughs> okay but well i can't say that's not the first time you've made a baby blanket you made abby and todd baby blankets well you made well, todd a baby not, blanket. i mean it wasn't really a baby blanket guys though. she's just trying to seem like it really was a, cool it right was a now. small it was a small blanket for like the car. Yeah, it was a car right? seat. Like blanket that's kind of like deal. a car seat blanket. It's not like a like oh this is like a keepsake yes. okay, special fine. blanket. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't oh, know. it wasn't a special blanket you made your nephew. Good to know. Good to know. For for car rides, <laughs> like I mean, are you gonna treasure that blanket for? Hey, they and still ever? use. He still uses it in the car. So 
That's cute. I didn't know that. I honestly forgot that I made that. So there's that. <laughs> That's great, guys. That's great. <laughs> I'm glad he's treasuring it because I'm clearly not. <laughs> anyway, it was my first baby blanket I've ever made. It's like, a, here, I'm bringing this to your baby shower. I made it for your baby. I hope your baby likes it. Um, <laughs> Kind of a situation. Not like a, hey, Je- hey um, Emily, what can I make last minute for Todd? Shut up. <laughs> I feel personally attacked right now. Um, anyway, so it's a boho rainbow baby blanket. So cute. And it was so dang cute, you guys. I mean, it is so dang cute. You can go to my TikTok. You can see yeah, the I video of how it turned out. It's an interesting pattern. Like, you make the rainbow part first. So it is like this curved shape. And then the border is what kind of like squares it out. But it doesn't end up being a perfect square like even like all the pictures that i saw of even her own pictures of like the pattern creator and then pattern testers that she had pictures Mm -hmm. of they all had a little bit of a curve to them a little bit of a pull to them like they're not perfectly how do you attach the like around the outside of the rainbow then so you crochet around it and then um basically like when you get to the corners you increase like to make taller and taller stitches Mm -hmm. to make it to like a corner and then you go back down in like the opposite direction to to get what I'm saying yeah I think I it would be hard that. to explain it without so like you start with like a single and then you increase it half double double sure. treble so you like build treble. off of it outside like to mm-hmm. the outside okay yeah and then you do your make your corner and then kind of go the opposite direction to scale it back down um so even with that though it, it doesn't turn out to be absolutely perfect but I, I don't know. It I, it didn't make me mad. I thought I was going to be mad that it wasn't like perfectly square, but I wasn't mad about it. It was it was still really cute. <laughs> and they didn't seem to mind either. So they definitely did not. No. Um. So I was really I was really happy with it. And actually, I love the pattern so much that I was like, I want to make one for myself, <laughs> but bigger. <laughs> but it's but it's a baby blanket. So literally, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it in blanket yarn. Oh, because it's thicker. Okay, and so if I use thicker yarn It'll and obviously a little bit bigger hook, yeah, it will be more like a normal adult like a size lap. throw, just because the yarn is so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm making it for this studio because the colors are like, I mean, it's like perfect. It's like They're the perfect aesthetic perfect for, for your colors and your brand. My whole vibe, guys. Seriously, um, shopping for a cooler with this girl is ridiculous. <laughs> I just need it to match my brand. It's a cooler, and it's under your table. Yeah, but it won't make me happy. Okay, babe. If I'm gonna spend a bunch of money on a big cooler, <laughs> I wanna like it. Sorry, not sorry. Um. Anyway. Yeah, and then you said I you're decided... gonna make one for for Abby. Yeah, I decided you're I'm gonna, gonna have, have to make one for Abby because when she sees mine. She's going to be like, uh, Ada, can you make me one of those? (laughs) And we all know I don't finish my projects, so you can't count on me to make her one. (laughs) It's actually a really simple pattern, though. Like, I'm proud of myself, you guys, because, you know, I'm a visual learner. I normally like to do, like, the YouTube videos and stuff. I normally like to learn by watching somebody else Mm -hmm. do it. And I was nervous because there was no video for this one. It was strictly a written pattern. challenging yourself. And so I was like, yeah. So And I was like, okay, this baby shower is in a few days. So I don't have enough time to, like, Wasn't that a 23 resolution for you or something or goal to, like, do something from a pattern versus... I wanted to do a graph game. Oh, well, that too. Okay, so, maybe that's what I was thinking. A little bit different, which the project I'm working on now is 
like kind of a step in that direction yeah it's not quite there but um yeah so I purchased the written pattern and I was like okay I hope I can figure this out and I did like it was actually pretty simple and I'm very proud of myself so with um with mine I'm gonna make mine in basically the same exact colors as I did for the baby blanket like very muted um like boho colors but for Abby's I'll make hers the more like yeah they gotta be real or else it's not a rainbow rainbow colors red orange yellow green blue and purple these are the colors of the rainbow there's a whole song is that a song she sings it oh gosh yeah yeah i mean that's factually incorrect it's roy g biv but whatever wow (laughs) there's another one that she sings too and it it says violet instead so she's you know okay she's she's she does not um discriminate between purple and violet so good to know (laughs) That you're raising such an open-minded child. <laughs> That's um, the <laughs> least open-minded child, I think. <laughs> but that's allowed. Um, yeah. So, um, only other thing, because I feel like we've already been we've already been talking about stuff for a while. We haven't even gotten into <laughs> the main part of the episode. But um, see how easy it is. I know. You just get to you just get to talking. You just get. I to I think talking. this is the most you've allowed me to talk in a conversation actually in a while. What? What? <laughs> People, I don't know what she's talking about. Um, <laughs> only other thing I wanted to share was that I'm currently so I finished the baby blanket. Mm-hmm. That was that was finished, given away, done with. Um, the other thing that I'm currently working on, the newest of what's new is I'm making a giant floor poof yeah. for my studio. Those are so cool. It's on my They're list. So cool. It's on my list of things to do. I didn't even really realize that you could crochet. I mean, obviously, like, you can crochet just about anything. But, like, I'd never – the thought had never occurred to me to make my own. Right. Well, and they're and so expensive. Yeah. So. They are expensive. And so I, I saw – I don't even remember how I came across the pattern or if I just decided – I'm I think I I was well. I wanted to make one for the studio because so like I have Duncan's perch in the window, and then we have this cube storage organizer thing underneath it, which she jumps up onto to get. But she needs like one more step, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's still a little. Sometimes she doesn't quite make it all the way up to the top <laughs> of the organizer thing, and I'm like, she's gonna take out my whole setup one of these days. So it's like I need just doing I just it for you, something Duncan. that's like a little extra step. But also, I I wouldn't. But hate it also has to be aesthetic. Poof. So I mean, yeah, that is also part of the part of the plan. <laughs> so I I went onto my uh, favorite website, YouTube, and <laughs> typed in crochet floor poof, and this one popped up, and I was like, <gasps> it's all of my boho dreams. And then I decided to make it, and I'm very excited because it's an actual. Um, I don't even know what the correct term is, but it's it's a mosaic pattern and it's a chart where it has like the black and white squares and it's got X's and it looks oh. very complicated and fancy. And I've never crocheted anything with that kind of chart mm-hmm. situation going on. So I, I feel very either. proud of myself. And it's it's not like I looked at it and figured it out myself. Like she's walking you through it and explaining it. Mm-hmm. But it's good because I feel like now I have the confidence to maybe tackle one on my own now that I've been sort of walked through it 
once. And it's really not as complicated as it seems. You just have to like understand what you're looking at. Nice. Um, so it's, it's really thick. It's double stranded weight for acrylic and it's got two different colors. Um, I'm doing a like sage green and a cream color. And then, um, the way that she finishes it off is she uses two king size pillowcases that she like rips and stitches together to make a lining. Oh. And then you buy a bag of like bean bag filler. Oh. She links to like the exact one she bought on Amazon. It's like twenty five. Is it like so like foamy filler though? Or is it yeah, more it's like, like the crunchy it's memory foam. Okay. Yeah, it's memory foam. It's not like the beans. Yeah. For some reason <laughs> I was thinking hacky sack. <laughs> like that kind of <laughs> like the hard I don't know beans. why. Just fill it with beans. And then I what was if I like, filled it with literal as beans. As I'm like, is it the foam kind? I'm like, dummy, that's what those are filled with. So yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> so yeah, I have to line it with pillowcases and and then fill it with the beanbag memory foam stuff. And I don't know how many rows total you do to like build it up. I'm definitely not, I'm probably not quite to the halfway point yet, but it's coming along really nice. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's one of those patterns where like up close, you don't really see it, but when you stand far away, you can see it really obviously. And it's like, oh, it literally looks from far away. It looks like I wove in like one of those woven right, baskets. Right. Like that's what it looks yeah. like, but it's crochet. Yeah. Ugh, it's so cool. Well, it's crazy to me that you're using weight for yarn, like even double stranded. Like it just doesn't seem like that would be thick enough, but it looks thick enough. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And I guess having the line helps too. It's got a lot of girth too. to it. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's Some not going to be anything stitches. poking through. <laughs> anyway. It would be a good project for someone like you, a recovering loose stitcher. <laughs> Are you recovering? I, I think I am. Honestly, you slipped back I think into it your was, old bad habits? I think it was just that design that I did. It's I don't like think sitting so. right here next to me in my closet. I'm in my closet, I mean, guys. When oh, we no, remember when um, you wanted to, oh, I yeah. was working on something a couple years ago I think... and you were like, I want to do a couple rows. And then I ended up having to pull them out because it was so completely different than the rows I was doing. I think, it was like um, visibly noticeable. I think, I think I'm more mindful now. Like I didn't even recognize the fact that I was like apparently stitching loosely until like all of TikTok called me out on it <laughs> that first time on TikTok. <laughs> Do Steve the snake well, with us? And everyone's like, yeah, all the polyfill is going to come out of the thing. It's like, <laughs> dang it. I didn't even know that it was bad. <laughs> Me and Meg, Steve the snakes are like these cute little snakes. And Emily's just like, Mah, like melting in the sun. <laughs> and then he just gets the tighter as it goes because I'm like, trying so hard. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, I've I've it's gotten okay. better, but I've also changed up the way I hold um, the yarn in my hand. So, and oh. that has helped me to keep the tension a little bit better. So, yeah. yeah. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Crocheting on a Cruise Ship. It's probably the best experience life could ever offer. The sun on your skin, the ocean in your sights, tropical music to get you relaxed, and your favorite crochet project to keep you company. What does it feel like? <laughs> I don't know. My co-host sure knows what it's like, though. And we love that for her. We really, really do. Anyway, back to the episode. 
Alright, so I realized that we just jumped right in and started talking about everything, and we never really gave you a no chance intro. to introduce yourself. <laughs> so why don't you do that now? We know your name, and we know that you're my sister. Yeah. But um, apart from me, tell us about yourself. Oh, man. I don't even know what to say. Um, I am Emily. I am Jessica's um, older sister, and the... Uh, the favored of our fam no not really um <laughs> i don't know i <laughs> i have um been crocheting since i was probably 8 or so um but not very consistently and um i am a mom i have a 6 year old and a 4 year old uh we homeschool and i'm pretty crunchy that's how megs and i actually connected without knowing it several years before you ever met her so yeah i don't think we told that story have I, we told that we, story in the podcast i don't know if it's on I, I maybe it was like lightly talked about in the beginning like after we yeah. first went to iowa and everything but um yeah yeah you should tell your side of the story because um, that's interesting yeah so you don't have to tell it right the second okay or, or you no can. i i i uh i won't don't want to finish introducing yourself yeah, first um, and then I don't tell know. Story. I'm I'm married and I have children and I feel like that's usually all I'm ever like, yeah, okay. Uh what but, other stuff are you into other than crochet? Okay. I crochet and I do I like scrapbooking and but I don't do that very often either. Um and I do reselling. I love going thrifting and um I love to like I, I pretty much pick up anything that will get a profit for me, and um, it's a way that I'm able to stay at home with my kids and still have a little bit of money to contribute to the family. So that's been really, really great for us. And I'm actually, I just started my fourth year. Uh, this year starts my fourth Ooh. year of reselling, which is crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your like thing? Where can people find you if they want to check out oh, your gosh. stuff? Oh gosh, I am on eBay, uh, and Poshmark, Mercari, and Etsy. I'm thinking about getting onto Depop for some of my like really funky vintage stuff because I love picking up vintage. Um, so I may be doing that this year. That's kind of one of my business goals. Which I had signed up there, but then I went to sell, and they had like a bunch of weird stipulations or some there was something causing me to not be able to do it right away. So, um mm. I'm hoping that sometime this year I can get that kind of worked out. Um I am I it's like hard to find, but if you so my my TikTok and all of my social media is basically the same. It's all Emma Emma Leah Fines, E M M A L I A and then Fines. Um on Instagram and then a lot of times I'll like link things on my Instagram to um, everywhere else. And that's what I am on TikTok, but nothing on there is about reselling yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I just figured, why not? She's just a lurker. <laughs> I, uh, I started on there just because you guys were on there and I was like, well, I guess I have someone that I actually want to follow on here. So, you know, it's all because of you. Oh, gosh. The cat is trying to get You're in the welcome. closet. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> Are you um are you still a plant lady? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a plant lady. Oh man, I feel like I'm not these days. I like we have like no money right now and I need to repot 
all of my plants. So I can't buy new soil. And I feel like I'm just kind of like, it's okay, sweetie. Like, just make it another month till I can put you in some soil. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have several plants and I enjoy them thoroughly. And um, um, I wish I could do more with that but like I have my garden in the summer my vegetable garden this past summer was for the first time and that was really fun um so yeah I like all those I like growing things if I can you know babies plants gardens it's all the same (laughs) (laughs) great love that for you yeah okay I don't do any of those things um well, you grew like mint no in your window or something. <laughs> I have a mint, mint plant and that I'm currently somewhat keeping alive. Mm. No, not even cilantro. Basil. Oh, yes. Basil. Yes. Uh, um, okay. So now tell the story of how you and Megs were technically friends before me. Okay. Yeah. Her. So I've known Megs longer. This is wild, you guys. And Jessica. Um, I am in a Christian mom group on Facebook. And... Um, it was, I mean, I don't know how many years ago was that? Like it was when she lost, um, the baby and she had posted in Facebook and she had said, um, that she needed prayers, uh, for this condition that they had just found out that their son had and she didn't know if he would make it and all this information. And so we, I read that and, you know, I said, oh yeah, definitely praying. And then at one point, um, I think I had seen an update from her like a little bit later. And I said, Hey, is there anywhere that I can like follow you to kind of stay up on this? I'd really love to follow along and keep praying for you guys. However you need prayers. And so then she like shared her Instagram. So I went over and I started following her on Instagram and, um, And so I've always had her and like, she'll pop up in my, you know, stories every, and it was like, um, especially like the anniversaries of his, um, of his birth that I would get her to, she'd pop up and I'd see his picture or I'd see a post about it, or I'd see a grief post. And I would always say a little prayer. And, and so I was just like, you know, I, I've seen this baby's picture. So then go to you and I, and you're like, yeah, I think you'd really like this person. And we're going to go visit her in Iowa. (laughs) You're like, I I made this friend on TikTok and I need to go meet her. And I have met several people from this Facebook group, actually. Like, I get together with one of the moms in Ohio, like, all the time. Um, Like, once a year we get together at least. And then we have another friend who runs the group. And she came up because she has family in Michigan. So, like, we've all gotten together. So, it's funny that I've, I've met several internet friends. And so, I was like you know, you do need to meet this person. Like I felt that way. I was like, that's fine. And so on the way there, I think, and even before you're like, yeah, she's got kids and like, she's pretty naturally minded like you are. And she's done this and this. And, and so I was like, wow, that's cool. And we were sitting there when we came in, was it like Tuesday or something? And we got there Tuesday night, I think. And then, um, she had told me, she had told us like some of her story. And then the next day, we were standing there talking about something completely different and I had gotten up and I was standing there and I was looking at the gallery photos on her wall and I saw the picture and I was like, I know this baby. And so like you guys were just talking and I like casually grabbed my phone and I like typed in Meg 
And she popped up like as one of like the top three people that I followed on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, um, is this you? And she was like, yes. Do you follow me? And I was like, I've been following you since like before he was born. Like it was crazy. Just like it was and so all wild, of us were like, we had that like huge, like mind blown moment. And it's, it's yeah. so weird. It's just crazy. But- the fact that me and you found her on the internet from two, <laughs> two different completely so- different social media platforms yep. for two completely different reasons. Yep. And then both ended up in her house in Iowa <laughs> without realizing it. I like know. it was just so it was such a yeah, wild thing. It was crazy. It was so crazy. And it it kind of like it it in the beginning it was super random that Emily was coming with me. Yeah. Like, like, you know, and I was, was kind of like, how am I going to feel? You were kind of tagging along. Right. Yeah. Like, so I just like, wanted a mom weird? vacation. <laughs> so I went so to a home full of children. <laughs> yeah. So like, as soon as we made that connection, it was like, okay, everything makes sense. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole, like us, you know, everything working together to be able to go and like, yeah, it was just crazy. So. And then I still feel a little bit jealous that Emily technically has been friends with Meg longer than I have. <laughs> it's not, it's not fair. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, tell us how you learned to crochet, getting back to the crochet <laughs> discussion. So our mother taught me how to crochet, just like she taught you to crochet. Um so she's the reason I'm a loose stitcher, apparently. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, mom taught me. I don't really know how it came about. I know, like, we had a couple crochet blankets, like, growing up and stuff. And so I think at one point I must have just said, like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. Or maybe she was still even doing it herself a little bit at the time and I saw her doing it. But I know I was around eight and she took me to, like, Joanne's or Michael's and we like bought out this entire like section of this one color. Cause you know, she was worried about like the dye lots and stuff. And so we had to buy yeah. everything in the same dye lot. And, um, and so we were like checking the numbers on, like, I vividly remember that. So like picked out this <laughs> color, like this, like multicolor, you know, yarn that I knew would match the colors in my bedroom. And I, I think I still have that blanket. I don't know where it is since we moved. <laughs> Like I think what color is that blanket? Because I feel like I know which it one was you're like. About. It was like bluish, pinks, purples, purple. blues, greens. Like it was like a whole bunch of different. Remember that like floral bedding I had? Yeah, jeweled tones. Remember that floral bedding I had? Yeah, like forever ago. Yeah, that was like maybe I bought it to kind of match those colors that were in that. So mm-hmm. there was some like, uh, like pinky purple tones, and there was definitely like blues and greens, and it was just a single stitch. Um, you know, like a decent sized blanket though. And, um, so from there, uh, I just, like, I did that and it took me a long time. <laughs> it took me a long time to finish that. <laughs> There's a theme here. <laughs> um, well, but, I mean, but I was little, kid. yeah, <laughs> but I remember like it stayed in like the corner of our family room for like a year probably. And I would like pick it up and kind of work on it a little bit at a time. The, uh, the famous, the famous quote in our family, do you know, oh, do you know where I'm going with this? 
No, it will Maybe? live in infamy. Yeah. Um. Was you know we were I was in the car. I think I was in the car, and mom had shown me like the chain stitch because you know it's like you're a kid. I can totally see Abby being this way, and like okay, mom, I wanna I wanna crochet. How do I crochet? And you're like, oh my gosh, like okay, well you have to do this chain first. And so she taught me the chain, and I kept doing that in the car. And I was sitting there, and I just after I had done about fifty chains, I was like, so when does this turn into a blanket? <laughs> little innocent emily had no idea um so yeah it was just that's that's the thing now that we that was the quote that was the thing um if you're around our mom for more than five minutes you're gonna hear that story yeah yep yep (laughs) you'll hear a few different ones that one's one of them yeah um (laughs) and uh and then from there um you know the other thing that i think is really interesting about Meg's story um and I don't even know if you know that I did this but like do you remember that I used to make blankets and hats and gowns Mm -hmm. for the yeah so there was I I think there was a lady that worked at Walmart and she worked for a specific group that would put things together and then take them to the hospitals and so I um one day I was there and we were probably looking at fabric because that was what mom was always there for. And so we were looking at something and at the cutting station, they had these patterns on paper and they had a little donation box. And so the ladies had put together these patterns that they wanted everyone to follow. And it was for a gown, booties, hat, a blanket, and you could do whatever you wanted of those. And so I just started out really simple and did blankets first and then I did a couple gowns with mom's help and then I could never figure out how to work in the round (laughs) starting out. So she would always have to start a hat for me. Um, So I mostly did blankets and I remember doing like at least one gown and I thought it was so beautiful. And I, I specifically had found this, like um, Abby still has a couple blankets because I took so long to take things in the last round and the lady that worked there wasn't there anymore and they didn't, I don't think they were doing the donations anymore. And I didn't know then like that you can just stop by a a hospital and be like, here, I'd like to donate these things. Um, right. So Abby has the last ones, but it was like a, it had blue and pink with a silver metallic thread running through it. And it was like more of like a crinkly, I can't think of the way to describe it, but it had like a crinkle into it. I don't know if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense there was texture I guess yeah to the yarn and um I loved that because it was like no matter if it was a boy or a girl it would be cute because it was blue and pink Mm -hmm. I don't know that was always my thing was like not being gender neutral while still being gender neutral (laughs) (laughs) um but I did that for a little bit and then really I haven't done much else with it. I I taught friends in like seventh, eighth grade in art class. Like I taught a couple of them to crochet. Um, I taught my college roommate to crochet and she still does once in a while. And then um, I've just randomly, like I randomly made that one blanket that you had to finish for me for mom and dad for their bedroom. And mom, I think still thinks you made it for her, but I started it. Okay. <laughs> Do you Which remember one? The, the tan yeah, and burgundy one? Yeah. Did you? I feel like I did the majority no, of that, as I recall. No, I did at least a third, at least. Okay. I don't remember you doing any I of did. It. I did. I just want everyone, I am on the record <laughs> saying. 
I did. It was my idea, and I went and bought the yarn, and I started it. And then I made a blanket no for my in-laws one Christmas because I didn't know what to do for them. I think it was, like, our first Christmas. And I was like, ah, here's a blanket. Um, <laughs> so blankets are my go-to. <laughs> but I'm really liking, yeah. like, ever since you got into stuff more, I've really enjoyed doing, like, the wearables and things like that. So, um mm-hmm that i'm once I'm you kind of open that door yeah. of like doing other stuff other than blankets you're like oh, oh there's oh. a whole world i know can make all these things yeah because I, I feel like when we were kids and it's just because that was it was the the water we were swimming in like <laughs> the um the the extent of the world of crochet to me was double stranded wait for yarn yep. single crochet maybe double and just make a giant blanket and no, scalloped I never edge. double you never All learned I knew a double? Was single crochet oh yeah no. i did she may have shown me like once but i didn't i didn't know what it was listen i thought this was how naive i was to anything about the specifics of crochet i thought double crochet meant using two strands of oh. yarn so i was like yeah i do double crochet <laughs> but really i was doing single crochet with, with two strands of yarn <laughs> and nice. i was like yeah that's double crochet yeah. no it is not <laughs> um but you know what we all gotta start somewhere <laughs> Yeah, and then mom taught, uh, like, the scalloped edge, how to do the little pretty fancy scalloped edge along things. That was... Yeah, she taught you how to do that stuff. She didn't teach me how to do that stuff. You she probably was like, here's how to single crochet. <laughs> do that for 20 years. <laughs> Thanks, mom. And I you're did. The best. I did the heck out and of it. You're going to no, listen honestly, to though, this like, later. That was, <laughs> that was, like, I loved, <clears throat> I loved making just, like, simple single crochet blankets. Like, I just, yeah. I find a lot of... um comfort in that like repetitive it's just simple you yeah. kind of you kind of you know it's almost meditative <laughs> mm-hmm. um just mm-hmm. doing like the same stitch over and over again so I don't mind it um I haven't done that in a long time because now like my whole thing is like texture oh I love the texture I love the cool intricate yeah. stitches so like even though I like the repetitive calming action of doing a single crochet over and over I know that I'm not going to, I'm going to be like, but this blank is boring when I'm done with it. <laughs> so I'm like, instead, I'll just make myself angry with counting every stitch and doing really difficult yeah. stuff that I have to frog yeah. a bunch of times because I did it wrong. Like my stupid shawl. Sure. That was hard. <laughs> the shawl was easy. It was, it. it was all singles, doubles, and <clears throat> chains. Like literally all I had to do. But it was like, you know, it's one of those patterns of like, you have to do the the previous row correctly or else the whole thing gets thrown off. And I did mm-hmm. find a few ways to cheat. Like once I got like nearly halfway or more than halfway done, I was like, I'm so sick of this. We're going to just add another stitch right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever I have to yeah, do to make I this. I already had to do that once with my floor poop. <laughs> I did an increase because I got all the way around this 180 stitch round and I was one stitch off and I was like, we're doing an increase. <laughs> everybody buckle up i don't have time for this today um okay so you kind of already alluded to this a little bit but like over the years i'm I'm sure there's been pockets of time where you were really into it and then yeah it's every year when i'm with you i'm really into crocheting (laughs) especially when you take me nine days away from home on a train that we never get off of you know that (laughs) that really gets me into crochet Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a crochetcation. Yeah, a crocation. 
A Croatian, <laughs> Croatian crocation. A Caucasian crochetation. <laughs> um, station. Anyway. At the train station. Yeah. With the girl who was staring at us like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's usually, it usually takes someone else somehow. Like, my college roommate was like, oh, you can crochet? Or, like, she saw my blanket and I was like, yeah, I made that. And she was like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. And so, like, then teaching her got me back into it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, you saying, like, oh, I found this really cool pattern. And I'm like, ooh. And then that makes me start looking for my own cool patterns or doing the same one or whatever. Um, and and then, obviously, like, having a sister doing a crochet podcast kind of motivates you, too, once in a while. So. <laughs> So basically just when mm. I keep it in your face. Basically. But that's any that's with anything. I mean like with It's like out of sight. Yeah, out of for me it really is. And like I there's just so much else going on, but it it is nice like um I think I said before to you like where like with homeschooling Abby, like if there's moments in between like I don't have anything to do and instead of pulling my phone out like while I'm waiting for her to like work through something, just doing like a row or working on a couple stitches in a project is like nice to just be able to like do something else or like at night, you know, want to wind down and watch some TV and like, instead of scrolling on my phone, doing some crochet instead. Um, yeah. So I do like, I'm trying to do more of it now. And it is also like, you know, some of that self care me time kind of thing where it's just, it's giving me a little something more to do. That's like, not so much mom and wife, but like Emily, what does Emily want to do? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's one of the things I love about crochet is that it's, it allows you to be a little bit more productive with your time, mm-hmm. but not in a way that's like, it's still relaxing. Right. And as long as you're not doing it's a shawl. Not... <laughs> and it, depending on the pattern, like, yeah, if you're doing something that's really intense. Like the blanket you bought me. It's Thank you. you really have to focus. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but <clears throat> it can be something where it's something you can do, but it's not necessarily all encompassing. Right. Like you said, you can still do homeschooling or, you know, even have like a conversation, mm-hmm. hang out with people, whatever. Like, but it's a nice way to have something to do to kind of like fill the time. Yeah. But it's not a whole separate thing where it's like, and it helps me I, focus. I have to do this and I can only do this. Yeah. It helps me focus too. Like Meg said, um, like a week, uh, I don't know, one or two podcasts ago where she was saying like crocheting in church actually like really helps her to focus. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to do that because I pull out my phone more times than not wherever I am. And like, just to help me like, I don't know. It helps me to focus. Like I can just be sitting there playing Candy Crush, but I can like hear everything they're saying. Um, but that's, you know, that's ADHD. So um, <laughs> <laughs> at least for me. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've actually really loved the idea of like taking a, something to church and doing that. I like tend to sit in the back anyway. Um, Cause Bryce is like behind the booth and I usually don't sit with anyone. So <laughs> sitting in the back by myself crocheting makes me feel a little less lonely maybe a little more weird a little less lonely <laughs> that sounds really sad <laughs> i'm not alone if i have my crochet <laughs> yikes oh that's a bummer <clears throat> that's a bummer 
Just um, as long as it doesn't like get stuck on me as I like walk up to do worship at the end of service <laughs> or something, and I'm like unraveling. There's just a ball of yarn following you. <laughs> oh gosh! <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> um. So, in that same vein of like you know, kind of picking it up when you have time. We were talking a little bit about the diff. Well, we weren't talking before we hit record. We were talking about the differences of crochet as just a hobby, mm-hmm. and then versus crochet as a as a business because they're definitely two different things. I've experienced both of them, and we have listeners on either side of the spectrum: people who crochet just for fun as a hobby, and then people who are trying to make it what they do for a living. Right. Um, so obviously, if it's a business, you're making time for that because you got to make inventory but as a hobby like for you you can take five years just kind of (laughs) do you just kind of like fit it in wherever you have time or are you also intentional about like okay this is crochet time and I'm gonna get stuff done or is it just more casual I mean it's a mixture I think you know like um my sister-in-law when I was making those coffee cozies for her I like whipped them out in like a day I mean, it's four coffee cozies. It's not hard at all. But, like, I I was, like, working on those, like, crazy um, around, like, cooking meals, basically, that day. <laughs> I think Bryce was, like, <laughs> working that day, too. So, like, I and, – and even at, like, when you're crocheting as a hobby or you're crocheting as a business, I, I – at least from what I've seen of both sides of things is, like, there's still that, like – artistic procrastination so like even if (laughs) you know like you guys have deadlines for things and like you sometimes wait up till the last minute to do things and like for me it's like I have all this time in the world to do something but I don't usually get the idea to crochet anything until it's like the day before I'm gonna give it to the person so um Mm -hmm. it's like if it's if it's for me like yeah it's just whenever but then if I have something that I want to give as a gift I usually am like carving out time for that. So it just depends on what the purpose is for the thing. Right. So with crochet being not a business, but a hobby, but also you're making things for people. So, and and also you now have a sister who has a crochet pot. You're just, you're, you're in the world. I'm of in crochet. the world. Yes. Whether you want to or not, yeah. you've been sucked in a yeah. little bit more. So the question that everyone wants to know the answer to <laughs> is, would you would you ever consider making crochet more than just a hobby? Mm. I mean, so like, I know we talked about other things too, but like, number one thing is like, if I'm at the end of a skein and I have nothing else to do with it, like these coffee cozies I'm remaking for my sister-in-law I know I have enough to make like a hat for Abby and I already did that with the last one (laughs) so this one I'm like do I just make a couple more coffee cozies and bundle them up and just put them on my eBay and see what happens um because if I find other stuff that's handmade that's crocheted out there in the wild when I'm thrifting I'll pick things up if it's a really nice piece and it's always amazing to me like I would have to, I mean, obviously, like, you need to do with less. Like, if you need to donate things, fine, donate things. But, like, I'm always so sad when I find crocheted stuff at the thrift store. And, like, it's being sold mm-hmm. for, like, six, seven, eight dollars And I'm just like, yeah. 
oh my gosh, like that's not even like the one skein of yarn is that price. Like mm-hmm. the, the fact, you know, so I try and rescue some things. I was up north um, a couple summers ago and I found this, I found two different ones. One was just like a big square pattern and they had like all different colors on it. They wanted like seven or $8 for um, each of them. And I found two. I also found, I found a granny square one and it was like not the traditional, like where it's a black background. It was like a green and it was way like retro, really fun colors. So I picked up both of those and resold them. And I, I like, I like doing that because then I feel like I'm finding a home for them that like someone else is going to really appreciate the artistry that went into whatever it is. So yeah. I do that. I, you know, that's, that's my extent of crochet res- or uh, crochet selling is, is in reselling form instead. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I have an account on Etsy for my vintage stuff. So there have been times where I've thought about like, should I just slap up some stuff on there if I've got extra time? But like, I don't have extra time. <laughs> just slap it on up there. <laughs> it would work. Like, it would be okay. So, you know. Um, <laughs> does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, it does. I don't know why. I just, um, just slap it up there. Made me laugh. I don't know. It, sounded, it was a dad. It was definitely a dad thing to say. Oh, man. Um, and then, so this isn't necessarily a question for you. It's just something that I think is interesting to talk about. Because I think there is a difference, like I said earlier, between crochet as a hobby and crochet as a business Mm -hmm. and the question that's really just I guess a a discussion thing because I'm not directly asking you is does crochet change once it becomes a business and I think the answer to that is yes and no at least in my experience Mm -hmm. like as a hobby obviously there's not necessarily that same pressure that you feel as a business because you're not trying to sell anything um, I mean, usually when it was a hobby, I would say probably most of the stuff I made was for other people just as gifts. Um, some things I made for myself, but most of the things I made were for other people. And so like, that's always fun, no matter what. Well, You're probably not... also because we only thought we made qu- uh, blankets. So you can only make yourself yeah, so many the... blankets. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, and I do have a lot of them. <laughs> um, so, Sorry. you know, that's always fun, but like. I guess the business. So once you, once you say like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sell my stuff for money. (laughs) It does add a layer of stress Uh because it's like, okay, now I'm not just doing this for fun. I'm investing hours Mm -hmm. and money, hopefully in exchange for some sort of profit. So you feel the pressure to like make it faster you know, there's, right. there's a timetable introduced now, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, buy, finding a buyer and then also having to price your work. Ugh, and pricing your work if you've hard. only ever given things away, it can be really hard to figure out what something's actually worth. Well, and to like value your own time and mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. And I think when you've spent maybe years giving things away that can also cause you to maybe undervalue your work because you're like well normally I just give it away for free right and so to then charge for it it can be hard to go from giving them away for free to all of a sudden I'm supposed to charge how much right (laughs) 
and and that's and that's what you know is is right or appropriate like it's it can be kind of yeah. like sticker shock for your own stuff well that's like um that's yeah because it's different like when I when I started work as like a photographer it's like I'm going into this business doing this like I'm not you know so I'm not giving these things away for free so like that is a different mindset than like a hobby that you've done for forever and then suddenly like oh I have to switch gears and uh yeah yeah start charging has that taken away any enjoyment out of the process? Be real honest. Well, that's, that was the part that was the part I was gonna say that like hasn't changed for well, me. Well that's good. Is even though you have like the the money part of it, which like money can easily mess things up because money's stupid. Um <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a necessary Preach evil. It, um what doesn't get lost in it for me at least is like the joy of creating something Mm -hmm. I never I haven't ever lost that feeling of of like look what I made yeah the finished product (laughs) really yeah pays Um, off or like you know if I'm trying a new pattern that I'm gonna you know sell or you know put on my website or I'm making it for a market or something it's always like oh my gosh this is turning out so cute I'm Mm -hmm. so excited about this like I I always I'm always excited about the, you know, creating part of it. If there's um, something where I have to make a bunch of the same thing, mm-hmm. the that can start to get tiresome yeah. after a while. But I still do. I don't know if it's necessarily the joy of creating as much as it is like the satisfaction of looking at like How a much? bunch of inventory. Yeah. Like I still get a feeling of satisfaction when I make a bunch of one thing. It's just not necessarily that like pure artistic like oh i've created art it's like look how much stuff i made i get that two different feelings when i've Both like good. when i've like photographed an entire rack of clothing in like a day and i'm like yes yes all this inventory yeah it's it feels good and then it's and then you have to put it all away and oh. <laughs> that's how i feel when i take pictures of my stuff for the website or if I'm like batch creating content for TikTok, yeah, and then by the end of my any like, kind of batching of recording videos, there's props and there's crochet stuff and there's clothes just everywhere. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I have in to the put wake this all of away. my shoot filming, <laughs> like now my house is a wreck, but I have content for the next month. <laughs> yes, I it's get a that. It's a trade off. <laughs> oh gosh, um, so. We had one last question, and I think I'm going to save it. We kind of touched on it here and there, but I think I'm going to save it because I think this would make a cool, a cool future episode cool. and maybe a cool phrase. <laughs> totally cool. My ability to speak is really going downhill, guys, so you can tell it's time to wrap this episode <laughs> up. <laughs> but what I was saying is we this would make for a cool future episode where maybe we could have both the crochet bays and also the halfway crochet <laughs> whatever the whatever the term is for i'm the, the not crochet bay you're one of them i am right? one of them <laughs> there's a couple more out there hashtag not crochet bays um is crochet with adhd <laughs> yep <laughs> i think that there are a lot of crafters crocheters crafters in general but also yeah in the world of crochet i think there's a lot of crocheters that 
I mean, maybe maybe they don't technically have ADHD, but they have some of the tendencies. Is that fair? Sure. Well, say? I mean, I think we all like thrive on those like dopamine reactions, right? But it's like when you have ADHD, you're like constantly going after those things. So like yeah. if a project isn't making you happy continuously, you're going to jump to the next one. Like that's yeah. that's what I think of when I, you know. Like, if this is not making me happy, I'm going to put it down and do something else. So right. if it's not something that's ever going to make me happy, it's just never going to get finished. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I just think it'd be an interesting conversation to have yeah. because I see a lot of that in the crochet world and I'm the odd person out because I don't have those tendencies. I tried to be like you in September. I was like, I'm going to finish this cardigan before I do anything else. And then I was like, I got to finish this cardigan so I can make that shawl. And then I was like, crap, I really just have to make this shawl. The cardigan's not getting finished. <laughs> and then, and then I haven't gone back to the cardigan because I didn't want to sew on the stupid trim piece. <laughs> the sewing is what gets everyone. Seriously. Man. And now I'm like, I understand the no sew Amis being like super exciting to people now. Like, because I couldn't because who wants to sell stuff no one I mean to be fair I don't either but I have this like drive that's like you must I mean I was fine sewing the rest of the cardigan together it's just the stupid trim piece man it just I don't know why but yeah it eludes you yeah it's like you know and then I went to the shawl and I was like this is so great I need it done in time for the wedding and then the wedding didn't happen and I kept messing up on rows and I was like this is no longer serving me (laughs) I'm going to put it aside. And then I was like, wait, I can give it to grandma. And then like the idea of like who I was going to give it to gave me like a whole other reaction of like, yay, I'm going to make someone happy. And yeah, it's like whatever drives you to finish the project. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that'd be an interesting conversation because I, I'm, I'm not in that same camp and it's just interesting to hear different perspectives about things so that's maybe a little sneak peek for a potential future episode um also like let me know you guys um on tiktok or send send us an email at uh the crochetbase at gmail.com send a weird if that is a topic that interests you what did you say i said send a weird email (laughs) oh i thought you said that's a weird email i was like it's literally the name of our podcast (laughs) just a low-key insult anyway yeah send us an email um which by the way we have gotten some weird emails and they're great um we love them um but yeah send send me an email if that's something that is interesting to you if you would be interested in hearing more about that topic or if you have thoughts on the topic if you are like diagnosed adhd and you're like, yes, this is how it affects me in the world of crochet. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like, I'm not diagnosed, but I kind of feel like that's a thing for me. <laughs> like, I'm just interested to know, like, how does that affect you? Um, because I just, yeah, I'm very interested in that. I think the craft creative world in general is more prone to that. Is it? Is it? It's like a chicken and the egg situation. Is it if you have 
ADHD, it's you, you end you up being creative yeah. or is it if you're, because you're creative, <clears throat> you're more, more prone to having ADHD. <laughs> like what's the, what's the, what's the order of operations? I don't know. Um, but they seem to, to be paired together. Often, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Which is awful when you go to college for it. Cause it's really hard <laughs> to finish things. <laughs> Projects and deadlines and things. Oh, stupid art school. It's fine. I graduated. I'm not bitter. Just. That's why I'll, like a bunch of people say like like art school kills your creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Because you actually have to like yeah. finish things on deadlines. Yep. But I mean it prepares you for the real world because if you're going to make a living out of your art, <laughs> deadlines are a thing, you it's know? True. Like you have to finish projects by certain times. So if you can survive that and it doesn't totally suck the joy out of your craft, then you can make it in the real world, I guess. <laughs> Oh, well, that took a turn. Anyways. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Dye Lots, a thing that I'm pretty sure yarn manufacturers made up just to make our lives as fiber artists a little more difficult. They decided that the center pull yarn wasn't tangled enough, so they added in the fun game of find the matching dye lot at the store. Have fun with those two slightly different shades, thanks to Dye Lots. It's now time for the final segment of the podcast, which is Meg's favorite part. But you know what? She's not here. So shut up and take I don't... my money. <laughs> shut up and take me on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, um, I should be saying that to you. <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. We actually can book one now that our car situation's Yay! Out. Oh, God. Gosh dang. Anyway, okay, so Shut Up and Take My Money today is really stupid and simple, but I love it. Um, it's just a little dumb thing that's sitting on my desk that I got from Actually, the Dollar Tree. you should have two. Never mind. I should have I'm two. adding in another one. You do yours, okay. and then I'll tell you what your other one should be. Okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> I love that it's not yours. You're like, I'll tell you what your other one is. <laughs> You'll agree. You'll agree. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Oop. I've I've gotten a lot of new fun stuff lately, so... <laughs> It's hard to pick one, and I don't know why I picked this one, because it's real dumb and stupid <laughs> compared to some of the other cool stuff I've gotten lately, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It's in front of me, and I like it. I literally got this item from the Dollar Tree, you guys. The Dollar Tree, okay? But the Dollar Tree, I feel like, carries a lot of the same products nationwide. Like, if you can find it in one place, you and can find it. And they have their website. It. It's true. Um, I'm not lying to you guys when I say that I've seen this for months and months and months and i keep thinking that's cute i should grab that why i haven't grabbed it in like almost a year when it's literally a dollar now a dollar 25 uh rip true dollar tree um <laughs> i can't tell you why i haven't just grabbed it it's not like it's breaking the bank but uh two days ago three days ago i finally said you know what jess you've earned it it's because your car you've was resolved it. and you felt like i can actually spend I this money now <laughs> guilt-free dollar 25 the funds to purchase this item um so it's literally a candle holder okay stick with me guys <laughs> they're all like i'm done with this episode um for those of you who are still here it's a candle holder for like a tea light candle you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but it looks like a ball of yarn it's white and ceramic and it looks like a ball of yarn but then it's got a little dip in the center where you would put a tea light candle. So you can obviously put a candle in it. Yeah. If that's your jam. 
I love a good candle. Okay. You know, if anybody loves a good candle, it's, it's me, but tea light candles, not so much my jam. No, I feel like if it's going to die in like a half hour, I'm not interested. Like <laughs> this is, this is, <laughs> I'm not interested in changing my candle every single day. That's just not my vibe. I need one that lasts like at least a month. Okay. At least <laughs> go big or go home. Um, which by the way, do you see the candle I have in my background? I, I bought one online. No, I can't see it's over the, there. It's, oh, it's probably cut off. It's the, um, the keepers of the light. Oh, it's the country mm. morning. Uh, you mean the one it. I told you to get? Yeah. There's my shut up and take it. No. <laughs> Honestly, though. That, Keepers of the light go. candles, guys. They are. They're the best. And country morning is the best scent that they carry. Yes. Anyway, it's in my studio and that's what my studio smells like. Back to the actual shut up and take my money. Um. So anyway, it has this little dip in the center where you can put a tea light. And I was like, I don't like I I want this. Obviously, it's a cute little ceramic ball of yarn. But what but are I you going to do really... with it? Yeah. What am I going to do with it? And then a stroke of genius. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a genius idea. I'm using it as a little holder for stitch markers, you guys. I put Yay. just like a little handful of stitch markers in here. And so now it's this cute little ceramic yarn ball looking thing. But it's my official stitch marker holder. And I will post a video on my TikTok in the next few days here um, so that you guys can see it because it's dang adorable and i just feel like what a solid dollar 25 purchase that i made <laughs> very happy with my purchase <laughs> honestly might buy another one just in case this one breaks eventually because it is from the dollar tree and i will be shattered if it is shattered <laughs> um <laughs> that way i'll have a backup and crisis will be averted okay what's my what's my your other one your I other shut do? up and take my money is stickers for your knitting machine <laughs> like i'm staring I at it in thought... the background of your picture so i was like well we already talked about you already talked about it Wait, on tiktok but they're also from the dollar tree <laughs> now obviously like those are forever ago. old because she said like she's had them in her closet but like yeah get any kind of stickers and make it yours because it's so cute i put it stickers is. on things it's the office <laughs> people on things but it's fine i put kevin on I my put stickers on things. <laughs> i don't remember what happened i was texting with my friend telling her i was getting this like espresso maker and somehow my autocorrect corrected something in the text message to kevin and she was like, well, now he, now it's called Kevin. Like now, anytime you make an espresso <laughs> drink, you're going to be like, thank you, Kevin. So <laughs> I have these office stickers <laughs> of like the characters and I put one of Kevin <laughs> on my espresso maker. And it's the one where he says, I have very little patience for stupid people. <laughs> so it's like, this is the one. <laughs> Good. So anyways, um, put stickers on your stuff, guys. It makes you happy and it makes things pretty or, or just Mm -hmm. stupid looking, depending depending on, you know, my vibe is the office all the time. And Jessica's vibe is just cute things. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it can be cute stickers like mine that are just like generic ones, or you can take the whole approach of like decorating your water bottle or your laptop or whatever with like stickers from places you've been or Mm -hmm. brands that you love or whatever and you can you can do it that way too i probably will add different stickers as time goes on but so far i just have the yeah succulent ones like all you like 
you could put like all the um tiktok crochet people or whatever like if they have stickers you know or you could put Mm -hmm. crochet based stickers on (gasps) your knitting machine and actually, somebody commented that Nana Beth oh, commented did they? that on my, oh, did on she? my uh, video. <laughs> she said, "You need a crochet base sticker on there." I said, "Yes, I do." Yes, wouldn't you it be do. great if I had some of my own merch? Yeah, one day, <laughs> one day when one you day we'll have money, money from the podcast to, to get our own merch. <laughs> I honestly thought maybe I was going to get some merch for Christmas, but I'm happy oh, with my blanket. That been smart. Well, your <laughs> birthday's coming up. Yes, That's how Mom always used to say, "Your birthday, Christmas is coming." But I also like that, like, find your pink sweatshirt that's, like, super expensive. So, mm. stupid merch. It's all expensive. Find your wallet is more find like your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. All right. We need to, we need Good to just quit it Bryce texted me. We're... And he was like, so, 45 minutes, huh? <laughs> He's like, are you done yet? All right. So, um, thanks to my sister for being willing to step in since Meg's abandoned us for a vacation. How dare she? I know. Um, Thanks to my sister for having a podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, And I'll link all of Emily's stuff um, in the show notes. So if you want to go just absolutely flood her social media with uh, follows, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if you've ever wanted to be a reseller, know. let me know. Aww. I can help. Or I just feel like there's probably definitely some people if you listening just to the podcast vintage. that are really into thrifting <laughs> and vintage and eclectic yeah. stuff. I know there's one. So. I can't remember who it is that I was like talking to the one time in the mm-hmm. comment section on one of your lives or something. And we were yeah. like talking. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have stuff like that. <laughs> Come to oh, my yeah. store. That was, I think that was Allison. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they that. They were going for like a um, light academia. Academia. Yeah, academia. that was Allison. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm the dumbest boy academia. in <laughs> Words are hard. All right. We, we really need to just hang it up. So until <laughs> next time, you guys, crochet, drink coffee, and be kind. Be kind. I got to do the thing that Mike does. Do you know the sign off? Do you listen to the very oh end my of gosh. the episode? I do, but oh my gosh. Okay, bye. <laughs> there it is. Crochet base. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet. While we talk about crochet, you can crochet too. Yeah. <laughs>